Welcome back to another Meathead Hippie podcast. I'm your host, Emily Schramm. I am so glad to be bringing back Meathead Hippie. So thank you for being a listener. Thank you for being here. Thank you for your lovely and encouraging words on the announcement of this podcast coming back. Uh, The hiatus was definitely needed, but there's so much to talk about. So we're going to jump right into some weekly podcasts for you. Today is brought to you by my friend astrologist reiki master and shaman who is just so great uh you guys are gonna love this conversation because it's all about the new moon in capricorn which for me is really you know what does that mean what do we do how do we set intentions what is this energy that we're all feeling what do we do with all this energy how can we make the most of it what do we do with our lives etc 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 We're going to go through kind of journal prompts and understanding the energy in the cosmos, but most importantly, how ourselves, you, me, the collective, how we can just be better humans, which is ultimately all we're striving for, right? So nothing too crazy, but packed with information and good conversation around ideas to make sure that you are, you know, taking care of you in the way that actually is taking care of you. And also just, um, some nerdy information about the planets and astrology because it's something that you can learn infinite amounts of knowledge on so it's something i'm really enjoying learning grab a pen and paper if you have one so that you can take notes there's just so much you can learn in just listening to jennifer talk Uh, and it moves fast so it is helpful to have a pen and paper and just kind of follow along that way but either way we're stoked you're here and i am so glad that We are revamping these just in time as we revamp Platform Daily. Platform Daily, just a little bit of a announcement before we dig into the goods, is this program that we have put together over trial and error and collection of, okay, what do people actually need and what do people actually want and then what actually is going to be helpful. This idea that you guys know I am a meathead, I'm a hippie, I love herbs and teas and I'm a little all over the place right I'm always learning and always growing and always trying new things and I think that that means and that meant that in order for me to continue to grow and evolve and also service you and the people who have tried my challenges and strength programs and have followed me or listened to what I do in order for it to be truly aligned you know who I am with what I do I I have to create something that evolves and is all-encompassing with the things that I love and that I I know are foundational when it comes to wellness. And so we put together one amazing program. It's called Platform Daily. And it's been, you know, this variation in many ways of Platform Virtual and then Platform Strength. But Platform Daily is the one-stop shop. So it includes an MFIT Challenge, which is a 21-day program for nutrition. It includes your strength programs and workouts through Platform Strength, my gym in Denver, live, recorded, and written. And it also includes consistent astrology, so new moon and full moon readings, just like the one you're gonna listen to today with Jennifer and I, and then tea times with me because I love drinking tea and I love herbs and I also love ranting about things that I discover in my life because I know they are helpful. I am, I, I love that what I get to do um, is simply just 
help you see things in a different way and then your feedback you know the feedback I'm getting from these tea times it's it's mutual just know it's very mutual so we put it all in one place it's emilyshram.com slash platform daily it is ready for you to go I'll link it below as well but if you're looking for a community if you're looking for a wide range of wellness topics put together in a way that's not overwhelming and you're just looking to learn and get plugged in to very <laughs> various things whether it's strength training or herbs or the new moon and capricorn we got you covered so we're so excited about this membership take a look and you'll get a teaser in this podcast of many of the things that we're we're doing and we're going to continue to do throughout the year and jennifer sheldon here she is enjoy <laughs> i'm emily schramm the ultimate meathead hippie Welcome to the show. Hi, Jennifer. Welcome back to Meathead Hippie Podcast. Thank you, Emily. How are you? I'm good. Okay, so we have uh, a little bit of everything today, which is perfect because it's a new moon. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about... Well, I will say I just pulled a card for this little podcast because I thought that would be fun. And I totally pulled a peacock, which I fed yesterday. There's a peacock from wow. Maui. Yes, you did. That is amazing. And then you what pulled you, a peacock. What do you what take? Do you what do you? That brings back so much. <laughs> like, I, I think about you because of the peacock you had on one of your covers. And that just feels so significant, especially on the Capricorn New Moon. Well, okay, let's just jump in about the Capricorn New Moon. First off, that that cover of Empress was my favorite cover. I loved it so much. I love the peacock because I thought it was, it was so perfect because 2020 is all about, um, you know, we were stuck at home. And so we were like these beautiful beings that were not able to fly. So peacock it was. Wow, now it's like coming back around, like full circle in the new year. Totally. That's so cool. <laughs> I well, tell me, tell me about the new moon in Capricorn. I mean, that's a lot to ask, but uh, <laughs> that's, that's today. Yes. Well, yeah, for you, it's today. For me, it's like exactly at midnight, which is kind of crazy. Like the minute it turns midnight, um, if you're in Eastern Standard Time. But I love that because last year, the Capricorn new moon was in December. So I really like that it's in the new year and that's our first moon because Capricorn is such a perfect sign for that because it's like all about your ambitions and like what your plans are. And it's just a perfect timing to have a new moon in Capricorn. And there's not a ton going on like with the moon and the, the other planets and aspect to it. So we really get to just like enjoy and fully embrace this new moon. I so feel that it's kind of this idea of many times, well, last year, especially there was so much going on, even though there was little activity in many ways, there was still so much going on internally, externally, astrologically, it felt like wave after wave after wave. And then for some reason, this just kind of feels like one soft, gentle, but significant wave instead of managing all of them at once. I, does that make sense? Yes, completely. Because it's only uh, Pluto is aspecting the moon. It's conjunct with the moon and the sun. But other than that, everything's kind of like doing its own thing. And so we get to just fully be in that energy 
without having the intensity of everything else coming at us at the same time. And it's a new moon. So it's, a, it's the time where you're going to start like a new beginning of energy because you're kind of building with the moon as it goes full. And so it's good to start with not a hundred things coming at you and you can really be clear and focused on where you want to go. And I think that's so what is needed because uh, we went through such a crazy year that it's just important for us to kind of say, okay, what did I learn? What did I take away? And I love this idea. I was talking about this um, with my sisters of how there was that teaser of Saturn in like March, April. Am I thinking mm-hmm. of this right? And then it, yes. it kind of went away. So there was this idea of what was at least a positive thing that happened in, in springtime, early summer, like that felt like it was gaining momentum or felt that it was kind of true to you. And what I was doing, I just started looking at my photo album on my phone and just going through and being like, okay, what is that talking about? And it was so clear what it was talking about. You know, it was those moments of like, oh, this is like definitely something that I want to bring back into my life where in that moment in March, April, I thought that I had like found it, you know, it was like, yes, this is it. It's going to happen. Or this is going to be something that I do, or this is something that I'm finally making the decision on. And then it completely went away, you know, like completely. And then it came back again. So I do feel it came back and now it's here. And now we can kind of recreate what those intentions are. That is like so accurate to like how that energy was where Saturn moved into Aquarius for a minute and then it went retrograde. So it went back into Capricorn And so like you did get that little spark and like just a little blip of what was to come now. And now we here are in it. And what's even more important with that is Uranus, which uh, is home in Aquarius, is going direct like tomorrow or the next day. And that means we'll have all the planets will be direct, which doesn't happen often. So nothing will be retrograde. What does direct mean? I I don't think I know that terminology. So for a planet to be retrograde, mm-hmm. it, it appears to be moving backwards to us. And so the energy kind of goes backwards, right? It kind of takes right. you inward and there's not a lot of forward movement. And then when it goes direct is when it starts to appear to move forward again. And so Uranus is the only planet right now that is retrograde, but it's going direct uh-huh. on the 14th. And so it's just like all that stuff you were talking about when Saturn was in Aquarius for a minute back in March. And now it's there for a while, but all that momentum is going to really take off. And And it's it's right after the new moon. (laughs) Well, it's also amazing too, because it's Uranus, which is, you know, you just, if you're not making an altar to Uranus and you're in business, (laughs) you better be starting because it's so important for us to stay innovative and to, you know, create things that are new and be use our curiosity to be as expansive as possible in ways that have not been done before. Cause that's the time we get to live in. Like that's just so, and isn't it supposed to go into Taurus? Yeah. So Uranus is in Taurus and okay. Mars is too. So that's even more energy to like feed Uranus. So as Uranus is going direct Mars, which is the planet of like energy and action just moved from Aries to Taurus. So that energy will just be like tenfold on top of each other. And so things are going to start to move like collectively. And then they'll be in your own life. The way that moves will look different for everybody, but things are going to take off in some way. Oh yeah. 
for sure. I mean, I'm really excited for that. (laughs) I think we all are. Um, I mean, it's so great. It's just kind of this idea of being like, and you say this to me quite a bit in our conversations, but how (laughs) we always feel there's like, okay, well, what do I need to do? How do I need to prepare? What are the things that I need to make sure that I think about or X, Y, Z, right? We're kind of, all right, I know this is happening astrologically, but what does that mean for me? And how do I make it something that is going to change me and my life, not just collective? But at the same time, it's this idea of, even though there are certain things that we'll talk about in this podcast that can be helpful, including intentions and just intention in general, there is nothing that's really needed to be done. This that We're literally just microscopic compared to their energy, if you think about it. And when you think about it that way, then you just get to enjoy the ride. Yes. And that's, that's the best thing you can do because that's when you're flowing with the energy and you're not trying to put something where it doesn't need to be. And you're more open and receptive to what's Mm -hmm. coming. Then it just happens. You don't even really have to think about it, you know? Right. I was thinking about this too, just in the context of my book of how it's do, feel, no, make, and the cycle of do, feel, no. And really all, you know, every day is an awareness of when it's do, when it's feel, when it's no, because I'm still, it's just so beautiful. You know, it's just this ongoing state of being, but it is true there there is a separation between do and feel. And so many times we kind of label this feeling of I'm going to feel something or I'm going to go through something, we're misinterpreting it because that is actually a do. And so to receive energy, it, it, it's all that is needed is to not actually do. You can't not, you can't do both at the same time. You have to separate them. And so I think that was really helpful for me of like, okay, how do I receive this energy? The only way to receive it is to make sure that there is no doing involved and going through the list of like what I normally do and making sure that it wasn't an action in some way, because it it all can be, um, we're just, we're just more natural in the action places. And so learning how many times I was doing versus feeling was really helpful for, and it's still a work in progress, right? Like all of us need to receive better. That's something that's probably just high on everyone's list to learn how to do better. <laughs> yes. But <laughs> that's such um, a good way to describe that too. And it's crazy how easily like the feel you feel, you think you're in that, but it's like being disguised by a do. So mm-hmm. like just being aware of that. And then you start to understand how that works. Cause I was thinking about like Pluto being involved with this and the transformation process of Pluto. And how when things are like transforming, so that's kind of like in the feel stage, things, they kind of just sit and they're just there, right? You're not doing anything. And the transformation process is happening in that time of not doing. So that's why it is so important to allow that. Yeah, it is. I mean, and that's the work. I mean, there's so much that the work is actually the hardest because it's not something physical or tangible or documenting, you know, it's nothing. It's the reason why the best analogy, right? If we're thinking of it from a meathead standpoint and a workout standpoint, you can work out all day. You can lift all day, but nothing matters until you recover because that's where you build. And so just reshaping that and being observant or aware of in your own life, you know, this is the, everyday process for me of, okay, did I, you know, am I feeling a little off? Am I feeling a little energetically 
unstable, what could that mean? And it can mean so many different things, right? But it also, if I think about it in the most simple terms, it's the balance of do and feel. And, you know, if you don't have the no, then that's a whole different story. Cause it's just like, you're, you're always going to be in a roller coaster ride, but in, yes. in this it, step one is, all right, am I doing anything? And if I'm scared to do, if I'm not doing anything, then that's where we start. But for most of us, especially if you're listening to this, you are most likely a doer. <laughs> so it's really, it's a retraining. And I think you are this way too, Jennifer, we're both doers. And so it's this idea. Oh, yes. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. yes. It's, <laughs> um, okay. So when we're talking about intentions and this is so fun because I just in general, like that word is, I, I it just keeps coming up no matter when. And I, I love it because it, there's signs of intention. And I love that the wind is so connected to intention. It's kind of this idea of, you know, you have something static, whether it's pollen from a flower or a seed from a tree. And the only way it's going to get anywhere is some movement. And so thinking of this wind as like, okay, we have a seed, we have some pollen, but now we need to get somewhere. We, you know, we have this idea of where we want to go, but there has to be movement to go from point A to point B or point B to Z, wherever you're at. And so intention allowing us to kind of say, all right, there's four different directions. If we're sticking with this wind metaphor, you know, it's up to us to kind of decide and think about, and that power is what allows the things that we want to get planted where we want. And so when we think of intention for the new moon, I kind of just want to hear your process. You talked about this a little bit on your newsletter that you have that you send out and I'll link that in the notes below. But um, what's the best way to really understand intention for a new moon? I think for me, I was writing like so far I wrote like intention, new moon. <laughs> and it's, and I, it's, I just started writing a list of like the things I wanted to create, which set, felt good, but it was also, I was like, I just need to wait and talk to Jennifer about this. Cause I think I want to expand <laughs> on this more so. So will you share your process of that? And especially with the new moon and Capricorn, how someone might literally be able to, you know, take their pen and paper and and start to really build at least a template of something that they can do for this new moon. Yes. Um, and I kind of went through the same thing, like when I first was writing my new moon intentions. I mean, this was years ago. And then the process like evolved a little bit. And the first thing I always do, though, is I write down new moon intentions. And then I put the sign that the new moon is in. And I always write the time and date. That way I never forget that. And then I usually like to just go through a little meditation or just be in the stage of no doing. Because if, I, if I'm like trying to do while I'm writing my intentions, then I'm overthinking you know, the intentions mm -hmm. that I want to write down. And you don't want to just kind of like aimlessly write something that you might not want to actually happen. Because they, it really is powerful. I, I swear like everything I've ever wrote down has happened. It's so amazing to look back and see that all those things have come to be. So you mm -hmm. want to make sure that your intentions are really for your highest and truest good at the same time. Um, for example, like maybe you're single and you, you think you want a relationship. And so you put that down in your intentions, but maybe it wasn't like the right timing for that. 
So mm-hmm. I really try to keep mine to things that I know I always want to be my intention until they happen. Um, and I always start with like a little paragraph that I write like to the moon and it's different every time. So I tried to, I try to have the ritual, but not have it be like a repetitive routine, you know? So it always feels like authentic and spontaneous and I just will start writing. And then I do list my intentions. Like I'll do the the number points and I would always write them as if they already happened. And I have found that to be more powerful to write it like that. Um, and then once I finish writing them, I will like sign off with like thanking the moon and saying a few other things. And I always sign my name and then I <laughs> will sit down and I'll reread through the whole thing. Like I'll so you're, just, you're, you're just writing a letter to the moon is what you're saying. Literally writing a letter okay. to the moon. Okay. I like yeah. that approach. Okay. There we go. Well, um, so as, as far as Capricorn energy, if someone was brand new to this and had no idea what to write a letter to the moon on, what would some ideas for someone who's like, I don't even know what I want in my life. You know, I just kind of want to be more spiritual. I want to be more involved. I want to grow. I want to kind of have this sense of awareness that, you know, we're all evolving, but for somebody that is so new to this, that wouldn't even know where to begin. Cause I would say that not that long ago, I would have no idea to, what to write to the moon. So taking it maybe <laughs> 30 steps back, um, what could be a fun way for someone to understand Capricorn energy in the context of life, you know, just kind of knowing that they're tapping into this new, this new space. So the Capricorns, that's a really good one to start with too, because it focuses on a lot of like earthly things in our life. So if you have like anything you want to structure differently, like in your daily routine, uh, your living situation, uh, work, anything around that, this is a time where you write what you want. Or even if it's just that you want it's a transform or move in some way that could just be one of your intentions. Right. So it doesn't have to be so specific either, but I just, love it. yeah. Yeah. Cause if you don't know, but you know, you want something to change, that's, that's where you're at. That's the information you have so far is I, I know I want something to change and it's okay to not know exactly where that's supposed to go, but you want, you're asking for that energy to happen, to start that process. Um, right. And like I, I was saying in my letter, there is no fire right now, no fire element. So all the planets will be in a sign and each sign has one of the four elements and we have no fire right now. So if you do is have it, a can, what were you going to say? That's pretty rare, correct? Yeah, but we don't have any fire until March when the sun wow. moves into Aries. So it is really rare to have like just no fire for so long. Um, and what do you, what would that mean from like a very high level is, I mean, cause it feels like maybe, you know, the initial hit that I get is a really nice moment of the fire is out, you know, 2020 was just on fire in many ways. So it was this idea of at first being like, okay, well, it, does that mean that there is more of this um, yin feminine wave um, emotional feeling it's going to be easier to feel because fire 
kind of pushes us that energy is a doing, you know, hot and go, 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 go. Right. But at the same time, it also makes it harder for us to act. And so I'm just curious, your oh, like if you zoom out, how would that maybe affect us collectively? Well, I definitely agree with what you're saying. And I also feel like it is asking us to really be open to the different sides of like the darkness. Cause you don't have the, you know, the fires also the light at the same time. And so you kind of need to go in and be really open to different perspectives. Cause I feel like when the fire does come back, everything's going to come to the forefront and like the truth will be illuminated on a very collective level. I do feel oh, wow. like a very like collective awakening to some truth that may have been hidden from a lot of us. Uh, Even if I hope really, it's ex I hope it's extraterrestrials. <laughs> That's very possible. That is a very possible one. <laughs> that I would hope be great. it is. I just am so excited for this to just uncrack and happen because I think we're ready for it. Okay, wait, yes. when, so let let's write a date. What date does this happen? This happens in March when fire comes, just so we're all aware of this. Yes, when the sun moves into Aries. And I don't know the exact date of that in March. I'll have to look up. Oh, it's a little... oh I think it, we have talked about this because there was something really significant. It was like March. Um, remember that I'm going to Oaxaca? And oh, it's that. Yeah. And so I'm going to Oaxaca. Right in that transition. Like, yes, because I was like going straight to this mermaid house that I found on Airbnb. <laughs> which is amazing (laughs) right it's just it was so crazy it was like this house was full of mermaids and then the picture had a lightning bolt and I'm like oh I'm going this is perfect so that's that is exactly the date it happened so it's end of March sometime yes like the 21st I can look exactly to let everyone know but we also can let them know like in the full moon one because there's so many other things happening too before that but yeah Right, we have right. To, we'll, we'll start with today. Today's a good day. <laughs> but the fire will be out for like a little bit, which I think is, it is a good thing because it's going to make us all, you know, we need a minute to like cool off, right? Like you said, like from this past year and everything, it's just like, we all just need a moment to like cool off before we and add so, a bunch of fire to it, you know? Right. So then on the flip side, if I think about it in the shadow sense, which is neither bad nor good, but also important to be aware of, it's this idea of if the fire will be out, I think, could it potentially, this just popped in my head, so I'm going to say it, this idea of saying the light is out, right? You just said that. I love that. The fire is the light. So mm-hmm. even though it's hot and heat, it is somewhat it it feels safe. It's rewarding. It's this idea of, I know where I'm going. I have clarity. And so if the fire is out, um, how does, how do we internally make sure that we kind of harness our own light, how we, how we really make sure that no matter what is around us, even though it looks dark and we don't know where we're going or we can't quite see, but is, am I on the right path of kind of feeling as if sometimes that fire in energetic Cosmo astrological can give us a little bit more sense of direction. And if that's gone, do you feel like that might cause some yeah. sort of, okay. It definitely can. And it is good to be aware of like all sides of the energy. Like you said, it's neither good nor bad, you know, it just is the energy. Um, and that's where I say like, you really have to kind of embrace like the Gemini North node that we have right now, where you're 
able to be very versatile and just don't, you don't want to like hold latch on to one thing too much at this time, if that makes sense, because the light yeah. is out and you might take yourself down the wrong direction if you grasp onto just one thing and like hold too tight onto it. So this is really where you want to harness this Capricorn energy of kind of like just working through each day, um, maybe being a little bit more practical, which it's maybe not always fun to like just be in that practical place, but just like do the things that you know have always made you feel good and just focus on that and just focus on taking care of yourself on a physical level because there is so much earth energy in the cosmos. It's a time to really like take care of yourself physically and you can like also indulge in your physical senses a bit more because they will be heightened right now. That like the fire there mm-hmm. and so much earth that really will illuminate like the physical smell, touch, scent, all, all of the physical stuff. So kind of just mm-hmm. allow yourself to be a little bit more human in a physical way. I liked what you just said about do the things that you know you already enjoy. And we all are guilty of we find things we like, but then whether we are maybe over-consuming information or maybe over-consuming social media or maybe we feel somewhat stuck energetically, the idea of kind of new, right? The squirrel phenomenon of like, oh, what about that? Yeah. What about that? What about that? You know, this idea is like we're chasing and it's it's fine to always be curious and want to try new things. But it does sound like this maybe is more of a time to be like, let me write down what these and I'll, I'm going to do that too. Like, okay, what are the things I know already? Because I know myself, even though sometimes I doubt that I know myself and I look <laughs> to other people to remind me, I truly do know myself well. And if I can start there and start writing down the things that have made you happy since you were little, you know, I've always said this about how the things that I still love today, the most that give me the most joy were when I was like six and seven, you know, so it's yes. not, it, it doesn't take much effort. It just takes a little bit of time. A lizard is walking right by me, Jennifer. Wow. <laughs> That's amazing. That's such Hi, perfect little timing. Guy. Hi, little guy. Um, for those, oh, and it's twelve twelve here. That's so perfect. So, for those who haven't listened to my podcast, I did like a. I haven't been podcasting much, but I'm back on the podcast. We're doing um, at least one of these with Jennifer and I will be a Meathead Hippie podcast. So we're going to do new moon and full moon. And I'm so excited about that, Jennifer. Thank you so much for being my friend and my shaman and my... (laughs) I'm excited about it too, because I don't have many people to talk about with it. So this is amazing. (laughs) I love it. I do too. So the new moon, like this new moon is for everyone on Meathead Hippie podcast. So you can always expect a new moon or a full moon once a month from us. Um, but the other, the alternative, so the full moon, which is in Leo. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. I have I'm chills. excited for that. <laughs> oh, even last night I was looking at the, the Leo because I, I stayed up way too late and Leo was pretty high in the sky <laughs> because it doesn't come up until late. And it was just the shooting star that came through. And I don't know how much I want to get into this, but I was staring at Leo and then I was staring at the constellation next to it, which is a lynx. And then a cat was all of a sudden at my feet. It was just the most crazy experience. So these cats. Oh, wow. Are That's going to be a powerful full moon for you. <laughs> I'm it's so like, excited. <laughs> 
Wow. They're, they're there for you getting you ready for that. They are. Gosh, I got some work to do. I mean, but not really, you know, that's, that's, I'm see, I just said what you guys don't need to do, which is like, okay, what do I need to do? <laughs> you just got to go well, with you, it. And it oh, go ahead. That in like the most, like the way you meant it is not necessarily like, oh, I got a bunch of work to do, but I knew what you meant when you said that. <laughs> oh, okay. I appreciate it. Um, okay. Well then the idea of saying, let's write down the things that we know we love. And I think that this is just so much more simple than we make it out to be. Right. So we always make it out to be very complicated and very confusing. And I don't know what I like. I don't know what my purpose is. And I said this in my tea time last week to platform daily. I was just like, you know what it is. Your purpose is simply to be better every day. Like that's it. That is literally it. And I think we overcomplicate it because we have this idea of passion and making sure, you know, our career matches up with what we care about and helping. It's just, it's so overcomplicated. It's, it's literally just you be a better version of you. And that means doing the things you love for play and pleasure. And then also taking care of yourself in the ways that truly matter, which you know, that does take some guidance. I mean, that's why we have platform daily, because I do think there's certain things that are just noise. And there's certain things that are just fundamental to being a human that's healthy on this planet, right? So we have to kind of stress out those, those pieces. But once you get the foundation down, I mean, it's just, it's just about saying the course, it's just about being like, okay, now, what situations do I need to be in that will make me grow? Or which situations do I have in my life? that aren't allowing me to grow. And you just slowly start to break down those little tiny, you know, all of those steps into places that are, or into situations that are just all of a sudden, whether it's a radical new life or little baby steps to get you to a little bit closer to evolution or a better version of you, that's purpose. That's what it is. Yes. 100%. And once you have like the foundation, so like, you know, people have the platform and they know how to do those things then you Mm -hmm. have like a good place where you know which way you have to move like you become very aware of like the changes in your energy and 100 percent purpose does not equal career and like i think that's where people sometimes get themselves Mm. thrown off it's like if they're looking for their passions in this and they're relating it simply to like career you've like immediately you've limited yourself right so now you're mm-hmm. moved to like a page that could only be careers right but mm-hmm. if you just think of passion just as passion it doesn't matter what it's for besides the simple fact of just being passionate and it makes you happy that changes things when you can uh, allow we have to allow yourself to do that you know but we are right. so hard on ourselves and we think you know if it's not moving my career or it, it's not involved in that way we sometimes are afraid to allow ourselves to indulge in that totally totally I I really appreciate you saying that you know I get stuck in that too because I love my job so much (laughs) you really do which is amazing you're you're Capricorn sun you you it's it's so funny how much you are that it's amazing when you have your cancer moon which is a good balance it totally balances it out though in a way like you have the full spectrum (laughs) Oh, this was crazy. I could well, gosh, I I hope people listening to this, this is a little extra information, but on this incredible 
waterfall hike yesterday, it was crazy because on these rocks were stickers, like literally a sticker that had a number. And I had a number on one rock. And then I was walking up to the next rock. And you know how like it's kind of those weird box stickers that are on the back of your shirt or something. You know, like a wow. code ID. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Have you seen it, before? it was on a rock in the middle of this waterfall in Maui. Like, it was just crazy. And so there was one, and I was like, huh. But and that number wasn't significant at all for me. I was like, I wonder what that means. And and I just kind of kept it in my head because I'm like, it's not significant in this moment, but I know it. This is significant. Right. And so then I was walking out of the waterfall and there was another sticker it, with a different number and I added them up and it was 69 which is this cancer sign <laughs> wow isn't that crazy <laughs> that would it makes perfect sense too that's what's amazing like when when your life becomes like that and it's just like wow it you just there's so much right there in front of us all the time and it's so amazing to become aware of it well and it was also this this is the other little amazing synchronicity that just happened because I you know how beaver has been showing up so much and this beaver energy of kind of exactly I don't know it feels like a Capricorn doesn't it yeah the beaver totally yeah yeah like I'm just gonna build this house and I know exactly what to do it's find a stick and put it in place and it's find a stick (laughs) and put it in place and somehow (laughs) somehow they just when I think of a beaver they're just happy they just they don't I think some people are like they don't maybe see that because I regardless I think um so in the same waterfall where there's the two stickers there was a stick with a hat on it and it was just so crazy because it was like am I supposed to take this hat and then I was, I got closer it was my favorite color and it was a beaver on it and it was like <laughs> oh my god I think this hat is for me to take and I asked and wow. I just got a yes and I now have this amazing hat that is a beaver that says daydreamer on it and I just couldn't it just Maui has been incredible. <laughs> wow. I just got so much from that story too. I just like picked up on so many things. But like uh, yeah, even just the, the beaver and the it's just crazy. Like this was the you said this was the year of the beaver, right? This past year. Yes. <laughs> I mean, and so now we're in the new year on um, the new moon in Capricorn, and you find this hat at a waterfall. Which told, and you find the 69, which represents your moon sign, which is a water sign because it's cancer. It's just like, whoa. (laughs) That's how you know you are like exactly where you're supposed to be. (laughs) When things like that happen. (laughs) Oh, there's a lizard that just climbed up to look straight at our conversation, just so you know. There's another lizard Mm. hanging out with us. Wow. Man, things are magic. Um, Okay, so final question. Moving into your, if I can ask this, because you have done new moon intentions for a long time. So can you not take this new moon intention from Capricorn, but maybe your past ones? What were some examples of things that you, you know, you figured out with new moons and Capricorns? Like you already went through a few of these evolutions of awareness, right? And so Mm -hmm. brand new, what are some themes that you're seeing within your own life that maybe we can kind of it can help us shape what we're writing and doing. Well, I was looking back at my last year's Capricorn new moon intentions. And it's like, I could kind of tell that I was really in 
the Capricorn vibe too when I was writing this because um, I I was writing a lot about like um, I'm full of life force energy. This is how I I'll just read some of the things I write. So it might sound kind of weird to people. <laughs> well, the next That's one was okay. I, the next one is I'm just like the King of Roses, and I'm not sure why I wrote that. I found that to be really interesting, but I think I did mm. a card reading during that time. So I do that mm. sometimes too, and I'll just write that card out like that, the card that yeah. I pull. That's good. Um, I put I am fearless. Uh, I am awake to my soul's purpose, and then I am freedom. And those mm. are my last year's ones. Wow! And you are so all three of those. It makes me so happy to go back and read these. Um, but uh, I mean, after like a year cycle from that new moon to this one, I'm trying to think what I've learned differently for this, or just between all the Capricorn new moons. And another thing is, even though it's the beginning of the year, March is usually like what I consider, you know, airy season. And mm-hmm. I'm just, this is just coming to me right now because we were talking about how there's no fire until when the sun moves into Aries. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a really powerful time. I just don't want to forget that because that's what I consider to be, it's the start of the Zodiac, Aries. So yeah. that's that's yeah. what I kind of consider the start of everything. And that's when yeah. we'll have that fire coming back to us. So well, that's, that's really kind of nice to think. It's nice to think about too in the sense of, how I feel about New Year's resolutions and January and kind of this hype. And I think it faded away a little bit because it was such a weird year, right? But there is still sometimes this sense of FOMO for people who are, it's January and it's another year. And oh my gosh, what am I going to do this year? And it kind of gives us some time to say, I mean, you're not supposed to have it all figured out in January. And I believe that we never have what we think is going to happen figured out it's it's got to be malleable it's got to be you know focused and there's intention behind it of you know moving in a certain direction but just like you said that it has to be versatile because of that gemini north node and just because it's not even the beginning of the year in the sense of what you just said it sounds kind of nice to make us maybe take an exhale a little bit more because it's even though it feels like it's time to go because we finished 2020 and now it's 2021 and it's January and now I have to (laughs) things figure out we're nothing really is going to change that much right we're still in a big situation in the world that we're living in we're still moving through some big changes you know all these things that we kind of thought that maybe would disappear overnight they're just not going to and it's giving us a little bit of a buffer. Like, you know what, maybe it is, it is time to chill out a little bit more. So if you're a doer and you're struggling with kind of, you know, you're just ready, you have a lot of it ready to go and you want to figure it out, or it's the the idea of patience is maybe hard to come by. Maybe that helps me knowing my beginning. We are just now, you know, barely getting started. You know, it, it, that doesn't mean, And that's kind of the idea of the training that happens before race day. Like race day to me is March. Like, okay, maybe when that sun goes to Aries or when the Aries energy comes now, that's the moment I'm going to be ready to race and go, you know, full force. But that gives me so much time to just be like, okay, I still got lessons to learn. I still got things to figure out. And I know more than I did a month ago, for sure. You know, the amount of things that kind of have brought clarity in my life or have given, um, 
you know, I've given space to allow that clarity to come through, but it is still, still unfolding. And we just got to keep remembering that, that it's just this wave that at some, sometimes you're going to want to jump on top of it, but it's not ready to ride yet. It's, it's still building momentum. Right. We're still building with that wave that goes Mm -hmm. until March. And I mean, I know you're in Hawaii, but if anyone is living where it's cold, Really, in the wintertime is when you're supposed to kind of like hibernate a bit and you're supposed to rest more. So it's mm-hmm. kind of a strange time to like be doing, you know, with the New Year's resolutions that people do. And like they're trying to go gun ho But then nature and everything around you is like, no, we're trying to relax until spring and right. kind of just like gather ourselves. Um, so it mm-hmm. works perfectly Let's- with that. Well, maybe in March on our thing, when, when this happens, our next one, we'll, we'll like recreate the New Year's resolutions and we'll rebring it back to be the end of March. Yes. A whole new different time. I love right. that. Right. I think we need to, the more we match with the sky, the better for us all. Right. It makes a difference. It really does. Like I've consistently done it. And I mean, that's the only thing, like I've told you before, like everything is really just like theory, unless you're actually mm-hmm. have done it. And so I know just from consistently like working with the cosmos and the energy, the difference it makes. And it might not seem so apparent right away, but it's like with anything, you just have to be consistent with it and not be hard on yourself. And you just, you just keep doing it and you'll start to see. And we'll keep being some, some light posts and we'll be light posts to each other and to the people around us. And we'll look to our lights and our life to make sure that we're on, on as much track as we can be with the information we have and, you know, know that we're our own compass, you know? So I just, I love this idea of like how things, it's just so beautiful how, you know, whether it's platform daily or whether it's just this podcast coming back and these conversations and it, I don't know, everything feels really light and bright in a way that I have not experienced personally in a long time. It it was more of a fight to feel that kind of lightness. And so there is this, this air, you know, of it is, it is getting there. And I think everyone feels it to some degree. So it's just, what are those things? And let's make more of them happen in my life. And uh, I'm just so grateful for you being one of those and for all of you listening you also being a huge part of this, it just, just having the feedback of even bringing this podcast back and hearing people kind of, it just made me feel so good. I just really can't quite express. I don't think I can ever articulate how important that is because it's, you're the reason that I do these. And I felt there was a big disconnect and now it's just feeling like all of us are connecting in ways that I, I haven't experienced in a very, very long time, if ever. So things are moving, can't quite put a name to it. And I don't think I ever will be able to, but it feels good. It does. And it's like, cause it's like a whole new way of connecting that is so mm-hmm. much like deeper and bigger. And I, I love the community and that all these people are here and they care about these things. And it's just so nice to have that. Ugh, isn't it? Because we don't always get that in our own life, you know. We we 
feel like the crazy one or we feel like a little bit on our own island, right? And that you are on your own island until you find everyone else who's on the island and then you get to hang out. <laughs> yes, and it's totally a good time. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you, Jennifer. I really appreciate this. This has been so fun. Um, again, if you guys are looking for more of this consistently, we, we do new moon and full moon with Jennifer and I. Mostly Jennifer telling me while I take notes. <laughs> no, you know a lot too. You do. <laughs> I'm learning. This is definitely a new category for me. And then um, we do tea times or I do tea times every Thursday, which is these. I, Jennifer, how would I describe these tea times? Could you help me actually? Because I, I haven't been able to articulate these quite well enough. It's just like totally hanging out with Emily and her energy. And it's amazing. That's what it feels <laughs> like to me, you know? <laughs> Aww. It's like sitting, it's like actually sitting down like with somebody and having tea and just like someone that you love and know and want to be around and just chatting. Uh, well, thank you. Okay. Well, yeah. I, I'm so glad I asked that because I didn't know. I, what do I say? It's just tea time with Emily. So thank you for saying that. Yeah. Um, and then on top of it, of course, we have our live workouts, our recorded workouts. We have an MFIT challenge that just launched and it's, it's a part of the program that you can start anytime you want. It's all about finding your foundation, which just couldn't be more appropriate for the things that we're going through. And yeah, just uh, regardless, thanks for being a uh, Meathead Hippie listener. And Jennifer, thank you for being a Meathead Hippie. And I will see you guys next week. Um, have an amazing new moon in Capricorn. S- share with us. Uh, Jennifer, yes, what's your- totally share. So on Facebook, in the Facebook group, if you're a part of my Facebook group, you can tag Jennifer Sheldon. And her yeah, name will pop up. Mm-hmm. See everybody's then- new moon intentions. That would be fun. That will be so fun. And then what about if they don't, if they're not in the Facebook group, are, are you on Instagram yet? <laughs> no, but I'll put that down in my new moon intentions. I will. That's so good. Okay, cool. So next, next time we'll make yes. sure that we'll have something there. We'll see, we'll see if this new moon intention is going to pay off. <laughs> <laughs> it will, if I if I put it there, it's gonna happen. So I'm gonna put it yes. there. I'll make it happen. <laughs> Manifest. I love yes. it. Thank you so much, Jennifer. Have an amazing Thank day, you. everyone. Talk soon. Bye. <laughs>